Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. Burrito! <laughs> Brutal! Brutal! I'm so <laughs> happy. <laughs> we've taken a little break because we've got a lot going on in our lives, but we are back to do our yearly tradition of Triple A's Triple Mania 29. Imagine the listeners who are tuned to go, oh, fucking hell, another roar. What a delight this is going to be for you. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. Like, so we're in the middle of our Daniel Bryan into the dragon brief fucks whoever uh, <laughs> storyline of pods. But we, we can't miss AAA, dude. Like the moment you mentioned this to me, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. What a nice break from Raw this will be. And also it's Triple Mania, Triple X minus one so it's fine yeah we're almost there how many actual triple manias is this now this is uh the 35th installment of triple mania triple mania 29 <laughs> i love it so much every year that pops me more that there's 36 or 37 of them whatever but only 29 you're like yeah great triple a it's fucking amazing i mean in fairness isn't that the same for wrestle kingdom though i don't know is it I, I don't know. I'm not a massive New Japan follower. <laughs> I, I suspect it isn't, to be honest. You can, you can tell that we're not overly well prepared for this. And, and also, you might possibly tell that I'm a little bit under the weather. But because of life events, I'm not missing talking about AAA because, you know, we don't want to miss while, you know, while the iron is hot. But I will want to tell you a fun story following, the, uh, <laughs> following this uh, watching Triple Mania. Strap in, everyone. It's time for me to embarrass myself in the world of professional wrestling. (laughs) So, again, as I've told you some stories via text message before the podcast, I didn't want to ruin this by messaging you. So, after watching Triple Mania, and obviously we didn't record a podcast for a few weeks, I started following some more of it online, YouTube bits, but obviously it's quite difficult to find full shows because it seems for for something that's copyrighted you know where copyright doesn't exist in mexico they're pretty Mm. guarded about it at the moment like having it broadcast outside of the walls of mexico so yeah cheers trump for those walls by the way um i'd say trump yeah (laughs) i am i was having a brief discussion with uh coach wicked about wrestling and our current level of enjoyment of it you know we had SummerSlam, we had punk's return rampage was very Mm. nice been fun and i said I think I might send a message to my good friend on Twitter, K Dog, <laughs> who books AAA, to say, "Oh yeah, hey Conan, thanks for sending me your classic cat gifts. Like you seem to normally respond to all my messages with nice sell, mate." <laughs> yep. And I thought, wouldn't it be good if I could do English commentary for AAA? And just so they could upload it on a YouTube channel somewhere. So I messaged Conan and said, basically, paraphrasing, but really love doing, you know, watching Triple Mania, really like following the products for the last few years. I'd love to be able to have a, a try to do English commentary for it. I know you had sort of Dave Bradshaw and Alex Shane do it when you had commentary in the UK previously. I'm not looking to charge. I want to I wanna have a crack at it. If this is something we can arrange, let me know and we'll we'll go further. But you know, or even just let me commentate one match, and if you like it, great. And if not, <laughs> a couple of days have passed, 
I had not received right. a response from Conan. <laughs> no cat gifts. No cat gifts this time, no. Unusual. <laughs> Only two days ago, Rich, I, lo- I logged into Twitter and there was a little number one in the envelope section. I had a direct mm. message. I saw who the message was from. It was from my good friend, Conan, who has recorded forward for the podcast, who follows me on Twitter like I follow him. I was thinking, oh, my heart started oh, racing. Does it a cunt. <laughs> this tap, is tap. not about me. Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> my heart started racing. Tap, 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 tap. I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be it. He's going to send me footage. He's going to send me footage. I'm going to get to go to AAA or he's going to shit on my dreams and tell me we don't need English commentary from AAA, but thank you for the interest. <laughs> the message read, hey man, have you listened to my podcast? <laughs> Completely no-sold my fucking message. <laughs> oh, amazing. So, being a good corporate boy, I wondered, ah, maybe he's... Because <laughs> I'm under the weather, I thought, late and one night not sleeping, and I was like, maybe. He says, hey man, have you listened to the podcast? As in, he's trying to get me to listen to the podcast, like he did when he did the Ford for this show. Maybe he's going to mention it on his podcast. <laughs> so I listened to his podcast, thinking, obviously slightly lem sipped out my eyeballs. I was thinking, oh my God, he's going to announce it. <laughs> it's like, he's going to announce Tax Williams is going to do English commentary for AAA. You know what? No fucking mention of it. <laughs> okay, nice. So um, I've left that for now. So I thought again, you know, uh, when I messaged Conan, I thought I'm on a run. I'm on a roll here. We've we've had some people record forwards to the pod before. Unfortunately, we can't use some of those now based on things that came out last year. But I thought, you know who I really oh, like? Yeah. <laughs> One of them. Yeah, at least. I was yeah, like, sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, Danhausen. I like Danhausen. He seems to be ah, very nice, very evil. Mm, very evil. I thought I'd send him a nice message because he has an email address for bookings. And I thought, I've got a bit of spare fundage this week after selling some Warhammer. Maybe I could commission Danhausen to record a Ford for the podcast. And Danhausen responded, have you seen my podcast? <laughs> he didn't. He has not responded. So in this world of professional <laughs> wrestling, Danhausen has not responded to me. And Conan has asked me to listen to his podcast rather than allow me to do English commentary for AAA. So... I'll keep plugging along, but my dreams of doing English commentary for AAA are still about as likely as WWE are to draw two million on Raw. Well, in terms of the commentary, I'm not WWE stuff. Uh, you don't know if you don't ask. It's always worth a shot. I'm very much in that camp. I ended up doing the job I'm doing now because I got very drunk and wrote a silly email. <laughs> you know, you'd never get if you don't ask. I really do believe in that. So good on you for doing it. It's it's blatantly <laughs> some Mexican fifteen year old has been employed by Conan to respond <laughs> to Twitter messages, no matter what it says. Just if you listen to the podcast. So just so you know Definitely. now, uh, listeners, if you ever message us on Twitter at World of Rest Pod, if you send us a DM, <laughs> I promise you, the first thing I'm going to message back is, "Have you listened to the podcast?" El audible le pod. But the good thing is, though, because it's nice what Lucha Libre AAA inspires me to do. I thought, imagine if one day I go to Arena Mexico, which is where we were on the 14th of August 2021, 
Um, no. <laughs> we were in the Mexico City arena, I think you'll find. It's not the Mexico arena, it's different. Oh, hang on a minute. My notes have already fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I could, t- <laughs> I could tell you why they're fucked. So, Rich, I may have got today's date right, but I have copied my notes over from when we did the podcast for Triple Mania 27. <laughs> Oh, delightful. <laughs> so, while you fill us in on exactly where we are, I'm going to get my correct notes up. <laughs> That's fine. So, it's the 14th of August, 2021. Nailed it. Uh, the, fourth, <laughs> the fourth year in a row we've covered Triple Mania. 29, to clarify, not 27. Uh, so, that, okay, that, so, that Kenny Omega Laredo kid main event's going to look pretty good now. <laughs> doesn't ring quite as uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is as important as this year's main event you know what i mean but no. main events plural mm, we've knows? got fans back though after last yeah, year exactly. where we didn't yeah. have fans and hugo savinich getting a guitar to the head which has never been explained and blading yeah never never put that over <laughs> just just like fuck it i want to blade it's fun got no fans i'll be the fans <laughs> good lad so, so I watched this live on Twitch, but I think you know the story behind this whole live broadcast situation, right? Yeah, well, so I didn't watch this live on Twitch. I found the whole show for free on YouTube the day after. And I said to my wife, I said, look, showing how cool I am. I was like, I'm going to go and set up in my daughter's playroom and I'm just going to order myself loads of sweets. I'm just going to watch four hours of Triple Mania because they're going to take it down. So I have to watch it tonight. And I did. And it was fucking blissful. But yeah, so Twitch. uh, So when leading up to this show, we had trouble trying to find where the hell we could watch it. Because in previous years, it's been shown live on Facebook and they've had global access to this. And then for some reason, they've stopped that. Yeah, it's very weird in that they broadcast it on Twitch before. It's one year I watched it live on Twitch via the official AAA stuff. I've had to find it via nefarious means in the past. And you've watched it live on Facebook, or was that just a replay? On no, Facebook? I watched it live on Facebook. Okay, live, cool. So this year, at the very last second, it seemed that AAA got no sort of streaming outside of Mexico or even broadcast out of Mexico, like at all. And the only reason I know about any of this. There's some uh, guy on Twitter called LuchaBlog, literally just at LuchaBlog on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Because he started posting during the day, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stream AAA Triple Mania this evening for the world, because they're not. <laughs> it's like, what? And so twitch.tv forward slash thecubsfan21, who is LuchaBlog on Twitch, literally broadcast this for the peak was around 12,000 people on Twitch (laughs) watching this fucking show essentially for free entirely. And I'm just like, copyright doesn't exist in Mexican Twitch. (laughs) It was fucking insane. Literally, like, we were messaging each other during the day going, mate, is this even going to be on live tonight? Are we going to be able to watch this? We might have to download it the next day, but it's nothing quite like watching a show live, you know. And then I think you messaged me going, I think this guy on Twitch might be streaming it. And I was like, yeah, I saw that as well. I wonder whether he actually is. 
and give him his due man it was a bit choppy and a bit low res at first like i had to drop the feed to about 480 to make it consistent but this dude had like subs donations like follows just flying in all night for broadcasting this show and i can never understand why AAA didn't just do exactly this why not just broadcast it on twitch set up the subs set up the donations the amount of fucking money they would make i think i worked out this guy probably made about 20 30 grand in this one night with this amount of people watching the stream and doing donos and stuff just think though triple AAA don't need the money based on the lucrative sponsorship deals they have advertised throughout the show <laughs> that's the big thing for me is like the amount of money they could have made just from broadcasting this for free on twitch they could have set up just one more feed off of the initial editing software to a laptop that could have broadcast it to twitch you know what i mean like it's the easiest thing in the world to set up and they're like nah <laughs> we don't need that extra money fuck off world but more importantly, have you listened to Conan's podcast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> very, very silly. So uh, how did you watch this in the end? So the whole show was uploaded onto YouTube the next, oh, the was next morning. Okay. Um, not on there? AAA. Oh, no. Like, this is why I watched it, because I thought this is going to be struck pretty sharpish. And then I needed to watch the uh, the main on Monday morning, which I did at work on my um, on my phone. And then by lunchtime, all of the links had gone. Right. Fair enough. With the whole Kenny Andrade thing and the AEW build and all that sort of stuff, it seems very odd that they're not trying to capitalize on this market whatsoever. But all of the like the post-Triple Mania interviews, they keep releasing now. It's like they're setting up oh. Kenny's next four feuds just in these same promos where he's sweating after his match with Andrade. It's incredible. It's a very strange way of doing business, but I mean, wouldn't be AAA if it wasn't, right? Exactly. I I was disappointed again that we didn't have the procession of flags and ashes. Um. Well, not, not on we my feed anyway. So get the video package to start the show. The first people on screen are Los Cico Circus and our boy Murder Clown, front and center. Love it as he should be. Uh, Topic yeah, our hero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but basically it's, uh, it's it's a pretty awful video package if i'm totally honest it's people in groups uh posting um sorry posing intercut with some kind of embers and some random bits of stock footage of lucha stuff we cut into the mexico city arena in let me try and pronounce this as mexico wherever that is apparently it's mexico city somewhere Everyone, everyone, everyone loves the acclaimed. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't say that word. Well, um, in, in basically, fairness, cut to and go I, I was going to say, in fairness, like switching over to a much smaller arena made so much sense that because of the number of fans they could have in attendance, you don't want to have an arena Mexico. With I'm not sure this is much smaller. I think it's just designed differently. I think this is meant to be like um, kind of like a bullfighting type arena and it had lots and lots of balconies and not a great deal of floor seating. Well, let me tell you. look a bit smaller than it actually is. This stadium was opened on the 25th of February 2012 and cost $300 million yeah. to build. has a capacity yeah, a of 22,300 spectators. There we go. It's close to a train station and uh, <laughs> the uh, Tech Millionaire University. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally word for word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know how much uh, Mexican arena was? Mexico arena? 
no, but I will find Passing out words. for you very, very quickly. Yeah, I can't bother to type. My keyboard's loud, so I don't want to put that on the pod. Oh, God, no. You, <laughs> and also, you don't want to uh, run the risk of waking up your child. So, sure. Arena Mexico, uh, the I, 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 capacity. It should do. I no, I don't want to look at bloody time. triple... No. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Have you got car insurance? <laughs> Hang on a minute. I've gone to oh I've gone too too early. Oh my god. You've Are gone we... too early. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like me trying to direct Luke and Ollie how to use their software. <laughs> Arena Mexico has a capacity of Oh, sixteen thousand five hundred, so they went for a bigger stadium. Slightly bigger with less fans. Great in it. Yeah. Triple A. <laughs> I assume Arena Mexico was probably booked for like CMWL. Just to I, fuck I them off. I think it's so old and rickety now that the option to use this other stadium, which is in the same city, but just down the road. I think it's like how, you know, the New York Red Bulls technically play in New Jersey or whatever it is. I think it's like that. I think it's like built outside the city, maybe. I don't know. Well, you need a big stadium for all those superheroes who wrestle in AAA with the Marvel agreement. We've got a fit psycho clown's ego in the building, mate. (laughs) I can't wait for him to job out to Kenny Omega. That will never happen. (laughs) Sure, sure. Imagine if they make that match. <laughs> oh, it will actually be really tense because you have no fucking idea who's going to win. Because there's no way in hell Tony Khan's going to be like, yeah, just beat Kenny Omega clean. No worries. Psycho Clown ain't fucking losing. <laughs> so, you know, well, really y- you know what will happen. So El Hijo de um, Tyranet, uh, Tyranats, or however I pronounce the referee's name, will basically just dick about oh. whatever main event and do a screwy finish. Yeah, exactly. Million run ins, you know. It'd be great. So we got to an uplift, uplift Hugo Savinovich and our Ho- Jose, Jose, I can never remember, Manuel Gillian, who welcome us to the show. They talk very loudly and very fast, and I think they might be broadcasting into the arena. They are broadcasting this? into the arena, and they're already more palatable than JBL and Cole. Yeah, 100%. Um, they, they do get a little annoying as the show goes on. Like, I can handle like a couple <laughs> of hours of them. Three, three plus hours of brutal, brutal. It's like, okay, man. Okay, think of a different word to say for the next five minutes. Okay, <laughs> just me. Or like, I know you're a big fan, but it's, uh, they talk very fast, and very loudly. I made Leanne come in and watch like the fi- the final parts of um, Andrade versus um burrito. kenny <laughs> that's what it's like someone's trying to talk and someone else is brutal, burrito. just endlessly and, and then she was like michael knee's favorite michael knee's favorite wrestler came in torito <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually no, so my wife was in there and we came in and sat down she's like why is that man dressed as a bull and i just looked at her stone face went why aren't you dressed as a bull she <laughs> yeah, probably went go. to bed <laughs> Hugo has a bright teal and black suit on. Mm. Oh. Jose has a black and purple velvet number on. I'm like, oh, I love AAA so much. But suits you, sir. Suits you. In special tax. In special a fiesta. Oh, I do love a special fiesta made by Ford. AAA <laughs> is so good. <laughs> So Lady AAA is here with the ashes of her now dead, I want to say, husband, uncle, father, brother, remember? 
her brother dead. Is it? Oh fuck! Who cares? I mean, I mean, it's sad. It's that blah blah. blah. So the, the the dead guy used to own AAA. She now owns AAA. Blah 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 blah. First up, <laughs> with her fucking and... Dixie Carter booking. This is what happens when a woman <laughs> runs a wrestling company. The bits where, like, occasionally wrestlers go to her at ringside, she turns her back and cut off his area. It's like, oh, these bloody Mexican luchas always... Not, don't mean Mexican. These bloody luchas always coming to me complaining about their booking. <laughs> She's amazing. And she sits there and goes, what's a booking? Is it in football? <laughs> so, first up, our first match of the night. No, it's oh. not the first match. It's the Fiesta Special. <laughs> <laughs> it's special Marvel Lucha Libre edition tax. We what love the these fuck? at Triple Mania, where we've got the lovely bejeweled championship belt. Where we've got, mm. you know, last time we watched Triple Mania, we were introduced to these Marvel characters and Arachno, <laughs> and we had Terra Purpura. Oh my goodness! And also, um, what was it? Uh, where was he gone? Like America? Oh yeah, it was it Leander Americana. Oh, bloody Leander Americana. And Kazmika. <laughs> oh, good to see him. So it's a six-person tag team match, and we are starting with a bang. So the, the people who you get introduced to are Arachno, Estrella Cosmica, and Leidena America. Americana! <laughs> Versus. So that's the face lot. Yeah, they're the face yep. guys. Against... Pukudara Lital, Terra Pupera, and Venus Viniosite Venus Venenoid. Venenoid, there we go. Right. Do you know who these people are under the gimmicks tax? I do for most of them. So Arachno. Go on, try and guess if you don't know. Arachno, yeah. who is Spider-Man. Uh, El Hijo We'll de get Vi- to him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> El Hijo de Vikingo. Yeah. Um, Kazmika is Lady Maravilla. Yes, good. That's a tricky one. Yeah, well done. Leyenda Americana. I believe Octagon Junior. It is Octagon, yeah. Now, um, uh, Picadura Letal. I got a bit confused by this because I thought the form was Sexy Star, but I thought Sexy Star was banned from AAA, so I'm not overly yeah. sure on that one. We'll come back Controversial. to that. Controversial. It is apparently Sexy Star. Yeah. I oh, think really? this is her return to the company after, you know, legit breaking the arm of a person I can't remember the name of. Yeah, but she dicked, she dicked about AAA, didn't she, with the arm bar? Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Venonoid was, I think, Taurus. And obviously, yep, he's later in the show. Purple Terror, otherwise known as my <laughs> bruised penis, Brian Cage. Let's <laughs> say the purple-headed terror of this evening. <laughs> Brian Cage. The one-eyed trouser snake, Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so as these people are making their entrances, and we'll get to the really, really good one in a minute, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there's immediately evident to me as I'm watching this live a giant issue with the staging tax. <laughs> the giant AAA logo directly in front of where people are entering from. It did cause some navigation issues. Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> like, every time someone comes out of this show, they make their big entrance, coming out the entranceway, and then camera's like, oh shit, there's a giant A in my way. <laughs> I've got to move to the side to try and get them in the frame. It's so fucking stupid. You can't see them making the entrances, tax. Still better staging than new NXT, right? 
Am I right? I mean, oh, the, the asymmetrical fucking rainbow logo. Oh, it's just not for me. <sighs> I love AAA. It's so stupid. Who, who put this logo together right in the middle of the stage? It was like, yeah, perfect. Mrs. AAA. They were like, oh, Mrs. AAA, we've got a problem. Shut up. Put up my logo of my late husband. We also have a return of the steps tax. Oh, those dangerous, sweaty looking steps. COVID secure steps. I, my hopes are high. My hopes are very high to see someone stack it. And I'm gutted to say that no one did. No, it was it was sad. But then again, there's no Jeff Jarrett throwing nachos at being completely intoxicated on this show. So true. One day we'll get the big Aztec temple steps back and someone will stack it and I will be the happiest man in existence because there's only two or three steps either side. But they're also on that, you know, the um, was it Vengeance when WWE had the big V stage with the yeah. hole in the middle? Oh, well, we even had that set up for this. I'm like, come on, someone fall in it. It would be great. Because they, they always had that as in, an invasion when Jeff Hardy almost oh, fell in the gap. Or was it Trish and Lita almost fell in, in the, the V? Because for the first time in WWE, they had heel and face ramps, didn't they? Because they had the WCW and ECW lot coming out of one, coming out of the other. It's oh, funny you mentioned the Aztec steps. It's a big V in the stage anyway. Yeah. The Aztec steps. And this is completely sort of off course, but it is Lucha Libre related. I don't know how closely you follow MLW. Oh, like not at all. So they've been teasing something called Azteca Underground, mm. which seems to be very much like Dario Cueto, who was the chap from Lucha Underground who had the temple. He's arrived back in MLW as like one of the main heel characters. And I think there's going to be like an MLW version of Lucha Underground called Azteca Underground. And if it is, I'm fully invested in that because I loved Lucha Underground. Yeah, well, add it to the list, mate. I have to give it a shot, maybe. Awesome. Um, so, is there a crowd? There is a crowd. It's about 25% capacity, apparently. They have not mic'd this crowd, have they? They've mic'd the ring in error. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I think they have mic'd the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> These fans have not been able to come to see AAA for 18 months. They they mm. definitely they definitely were up for it. It's Mike problem. Yeah, when we've seen 16,000 people in Arena Mexico jumping up and down out of their seats, never. I can guarantee you that these four and a half thousand fans were up for it. Well, they were treated to maybe one of the greatest entrances I have ever seen in my fucking life. Tax. Did you know <sighs> they purchased this equipment from <laughs> WWE to do this entrance, by the way, from, uh, from, from HBK? Wait, actually? Or... Oh, no, that was just sarcasm. Okay. I was like, you sounded very serious. That's why I was like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> they all make their entrances. They're all shitty Marvel fucking rip-offs. It's like they went to a party shop and were like, what, what Marvel stuff have you got? And then they kind of put on hoodies and, and painted shit on their chest and stuff. It's really awful. I like, I like the fact that Arachno has still gone with the whole, just going to rest in this hoodie. Yeah, just rest on the Spider-Man hoodie, you know, why not? We fade up to the rafters, we transition slowly. It's Sting! It's Sting! <laughs> to the Mexico City Arena, and there's not Spider-Man, and he's on a fucking zip wire. And immediately I'm like, no, 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 no more zip wires in wrestling, please. Wait, I don't need this. But, but Rich... What position was his body in on the zip wire? 
Well, before we go too much further, I think we need to emphasize that he is okay, <laughs> right? Because I think that's quite important. Yes, because AAA <laughs> because... would have stopped the show had something happened because they're decent human beings. Well, yeah, fucking A. But me watching this live, my fucking balls were in my throat, mate. I was just like, I don't like it. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when it kept jolting and getting stuck. Dude, dude. Holy fucking shit, balls. It's terrifying. So I detest the idea of it wires for obvious reasons, but he slides down for about two, three seconds and it kind of stopped us. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's, he's upside down, by the way. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. You did say <laughs> doing the spider-man pose he must be so, so fucking sick by the time he gets there he's like half the show <laughs> it slides a little bit more stutters again and stops the man is hundreds of feet in the air like <laughs> what looks like the shittiest hardest i've ever fucking seen he is not strapped into a bodysuit like like a vest thing like you're meant to be He's literally strapped in at the waist and has one hand on the strap that goes to the wire and the other hand out like shooting a spidey web. Thankfully, it slides a couple of meters, stutters again. <laughs> this time it fully stops. The camera is panning along with him. It goes, oh, where'd he go? <laughs> fucking amazing. All this time, aero stars oh, back in these, gr- these rafters going, I'd have fucking jumped off this. What are you oh, doing with a fucking zip wire? <laughs> I wish he wasn't wearing the spider mask so we could see his reaction because my reaction was fucking amazing. He was actually only hanging upside down so the shit would fall down his back. Oh my God, dude. It was so scary. I've never seen anything like this. I swear to God he was going to die. Horrifying. To watch this, I was like, what are they doing? And literally, like, you see a rachno trying to have to like use his body weight to swing it to get it going. Yeah. And it's like, it's- mate, you've <laughs> got one being- little like lock clip. It, it's because it's one of these giant arenas where they have like six seven balconies and then quite a small floor arena the angle he's coming at as well is incredibly high like he's so fucking high up that it's just not working <laughs> they've obviously got not got enough tension in the zip wire or he's the wrong angle or he's not heavy enough or whatever it is that's the problem i mean it's probably just the fucking shitty crew that set it up to be fair but like thankfully it does start to slide again it comes to a standstill again just like bounces around like a ski lift that's run out of power and i'm like he's dead he's gonna fucking die he's gonna fucking die another slide another complete stop like i'm not exaggerating this is what happened (laughs) they change camera angles a few times to try and play this off like yeah don't worry about it (laughs) it's terrifying it took how long do you think it took the zip line from the balcony to the ring? Keep in mind, this is probably what, a couple of hundred feet actual length of the zip wire? I'd say maybe three minutes in total. <laughs> Realistically, like it should take 10 seconds, right? It's a zip wire. Yeah, he should go start to finish. But I wonder if Arachno turned around and went into the test, going, lads, that's too fast. Scared the shit out of me. Slow it down. Okay, Arachno. Maybe. We'll slow it, it down. Took- 65 seconds of bouncing around on the shitty harness for him to get from one end to the other. And imagine, so you're upside down for 65 seconds. Imagine doing, like, if if you're athletic enough, go go and do a headstand against your wall for 65 seconds and see how groggy you feel. 
Because then, when you finally get to the stage, you've got some other fuckwit trying to unbuckle you, and I'm pretty sure he knees him in the head as he was coming in. <laughs> oh, so good. It's the bit where they get to the bottom, and they whip off the brace that's around his waist. It was like one quick pop, and I'm like, you did what? <laughs> you put him in that and sent him to that fucking top of the arena. It's, it's fucking insane, dude. I never want to see this again. It was fucking hilarious, and I'm happy he's alive. But please, can we just not use zip wires ever again? Like not like there's this. There's no put. There's no point in having zip wires in wrestling whatsoever. Fucking hell, man. Anyway, so Arachno, um, El Hijo do Arachno. Um, I don't know. No, he's normal Arachno because he's not son of Spider Man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like it. Uh, Captain America rides in who gives a shit he's got a forklift it's really weird the bike is strapped down but he was riding it a second ago Marvel (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they eventually get in the ring Uh, Arachno has this shitty kind of Spidey logo painted on his chest and it rubs off in seconds it's very silly but Vikingo Arachno whatever is just he's fucking insane man well, he's he's one of the people that Kenny's got on saying, like, I don't make the decision, but he should be number one contender for this belt. He should be number one contender. I should wrestle him next. In all oh, these, like, post-AAA yeah, videos. We've been singing his praises for years now. It's about time he gets squashed by an American or a Canadian. <laughs> Brutal burrito. I think he's saying porquito, which I think means near fall, by the way. Porquito. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, in my lifetime, I've had my fair share of brutal burritos. So, <laughs> so it's comforting. We've got the... <laughs> you being Ravian then. Good stuff. Uh, we've got the bright yellow Bardal ring. Uh, my eyes tax. My fucking eyes. Well, all I can say is it's a good thing that Bardal are here to sponsor a match later in the show, which is why they've got such a beautiful uh, yellow ring. But I believe this same ring that was used in a show prior to Triple Mania, I don't know if you saw the footage of this, where they had their outdoor wrestling to be COVID secure, Mm. and it was literally a monsoon. The slippy luchadors is really funny. I was going to say, if you've never seen Triple A, it's botchy. No wonder why I'm not going to get Conan to ask me to do Triple A commentary. It's botchy. (laughs) It's botchy at best, but add in a monsoon in a slippery wrestling ring watching luchas go to the top rope. I mean, the fact that these guys in the rain could still do half the stuff they did, amazing. But today, like in arena, fake arena Mexico, where they only changed the venue so Arachno could do his zipline. Because hmm. old, old arena Mexico would have done this. No, if you put that in that joist, that's going to collapse the whole building, Arachno. Fuck, we've got to move buildings. That's it. That joist is now, ma- that joist is now made of MDF. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, I know it's all right for PWG, yeah, to have everything made out of MDF, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, big purple-headed Brian Cage. He's delightful, isn't he? Ah, uh, dick Brian Cage. <laughs> Throbbing wang Brian Cage. <laughs> he just takes luchadors and goes, ah, you don't need a head or a neck. There you go. Brian Fucking Cage realises that they work stiff in Mexico, so he dials his usual level of stiffness up to a thousand and beats the shit out of some superheroes. That's <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. So, uh, as you might expect, arm drag, flip-de-doo, dangerous spot here, dangerous spot there, bit of a head scissors, 
What are the rules? Who gives a shit? Triple A. <laughs> uh, we kind of, as the match goes on, there's um, Jerry Lynn fucking cradle pile driver. It's fucking awesome. So Brian headed Kate. Brian headed, but what Brian headed? Purple headed Brian Cage. Brian headed. Pur- Brian Brian headed. <laughs> All right, Dan Housen. Ah, purple headed Brian Cage. Purple, purple Brian Cage. Purple. <laughs> it gives Captain El Gringo the Jerry fucking then. It's beautiful. <laughs> they stall and they stall and they stall. I'm like, did we forget our spots, boys? What's going on? <laughs> it goes for ages. A camera crew line themselves up in the aisle way, and I'm like. What are they doing? Um, someone seemingly stacks up a bunch of polystyrene boxes at the entranceway tax. Why would they do this? I mean, to stop people using that entrance because the camera guys have got the other side of the AAA <laughs> side. Just don't use that one, lads. Go the other way. I love this match so much. This is everything I wanted to open the show. But I was so happy when the, the polystyrene boxes re- revealed something Please exciting. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you do it. All I can say is after what seems like an eternity longer than Arachno sliding down on a zip wire, something smashed through these polystyrene boxes. And you know what, Rich? It's not Brazilian footballer. It's Marvel legend, the Incredible Hulk. Who is un- who is m- Incredible Hulk, Rich? Who is Incredible Murder Hulk? Murder clown yeah. smash! <laughs> <laughs> Big boy smash. Uh, it's good. I mean, I hope he got paid twice. Because he's doing oh, double, putting double it. duty tonight. The Incredible Clown. <laughs> it was so good. Our boy Murder smashes Hulk. through. <laughs> Murder Hulk and then Purple Schlong face off mate, against each other. Mate, mate, hang on, hang on. The first thing he does is he bounces to the ring. It's fucking amazing. He gives Sexy Star a choke slam, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> fucking great. Picks up the smallest girl in the ring and's like, fuck you! <laughs> Such a dick. And so also, good. at this stage, I'll be like, hang on, isn't Hulk the face? <laughs> exactly. He doesn't go after fucking purple-headed Brian Cage or whatever, like Thanos. He's like, nah, fuck you, little girl. <laughs> it's so funny, man. This is the best. This is by far the peak of the show, by the way. This is just so, so good. <laughs> oh, it's, and, 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 and also, like, can I, on, can I also just say, like, the Hulk presentation oh. was, like, high school drama school <laughs> level. What could we do to get him to look like Hulk? I've got an idea. Have you seen this green, green jumper? <laughs> green jumper, green mask. Tear it up a bit. Be all right. What can we get him to smash through? Oh, we've got the leftover boxes because we haven't actually bothered having a merch stand here today. I saw oh, complaints it's, online. It's fucking beautiful. Well, actually, no, did you? It's funny I mentioned merch. Marvel were the only merch sellers at Triple Mania. No AAA merch was sold. <laughs> just really? Marvel. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Murder Hulk and giant purple-headed Brian Cage stand off in the middle of the ring. Well, kind of. It's kind of in the side of the ring, if I'm honest, but <laughs> close enough. They stand off. And they stand off. And they stand off. This is our second stalling spot of the night. Takes a while, did not it? <laughs> so we cut to picture in picture to watch the lads do some top rope spinny shit. And I'm like, what? what's going on? And then a 9 million degree spin by Spidey Kingo gets a 1-2-3 and the Technicos win. 
is Hulk, Murder Hulk and purple-headed Brian Cage just standing around looking at each other for five minutes. And uh, that is the greatest match I've ever seen in my fucking life. But don't worry, Rich. There's more, isn't there? Of course there is. Of course there's more. Triple H. I mean, I'm not... Would you believe it? I'm not really a moviegoer so, or comic book reader. So I did some research in who would have appeared. So Incredible Hulk, that's quite obvious. And Venom, he's like evil Spider-Man. So I get that. Captain mm. America, well, we've all got to sp- spaff all over ourselves because we're the so- saviors of the world. But post Captain Gringo, I think you'll find, but okay. Post-match, a promo on the screen by someone who looked a little bit like someone who's recently got a movie. Loki? Was this supposed to be Loki? The chat series, who... but yes, it's dad bod Loki, as I put it. <laughs> or, or, or some lad who doesn't like the bloke with a hammer. and um... Or capes that fit. <laughs> Yeah, and basically, he came on the screen, did a promo, and everyone looked lost, as yep. did I. <clears throat> Technicos just kind of go, good stuff, and then just start celebrating again. I'm like, I love this show. This fucking company are amazing. Technicos at this Murder stage are like, brilliant. We're coming back next Triple Mania, then, if we've got an ongoing storyline with Marvel. Can we go over what Murder Clown's role was here? So, so he, <laughs> he does, he's not in the match. Smashes through the boxes, jogs to the ring, choke slammed Sexy Star, and stared at Brian Cage. Oh, and no, this they, was his involvement. Did they not have some exchange? Did they not? I've, I've, no. Again, I know it's been a while since I've, I've I've watched this, but did they not have strikes? Did they not have a little bit no. of a, a, a strike in the middle, and then they stopped to nope. watch the flippity shit? Brian Cage, Brian Cage, the big Thanos monster, just backed off out the ring and left. All I'll say great booking decision because you've got one of your top stars in a six match in a trios match later don't get brian cage to injure hulk before his trios match later tonight great booking don't let them touch Inc- each other save Incredible. it for the pay-per-view <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure man i get it so i'm convinced that marvel have no idea this is going on no chance because they'd be called spider-man <laughs> But it's literally there's Marvel logos everywhere, and the the match is called the Marvel Special or whatever. Like, does copyright really not exist this much? But what, didn't you say they were selling merch in the the show? They were, and in fairness, back in October 2020, um, that is when they announced this this collaboration, this deal. So I will uh I will quote from the Metro, if I can get the right uh tab to come up on my, my screen Marvel and AAA get together to expand the sport and cultural experience of Mexican wrestling as part of the actions that will be taken for this collaboration <laughs> a new group of wrestlers inspired by Marvel's most iconic superheroes and villains will be introduced and a series nice. of family events that will gather the perfect combination of sports culture and entertainment that distinguishes wrestling in Mexico will be developed and then here's what Marvel had to say about it The collaboration with AAA represents an opportunity to participate in an iconic part of Mexican culture, such as as wrestling, and offering attractive content and experiences for the whole family that can be further celebrated with spectacular consumer products inspired by this discipline, which is valuable for fans and customers. Head of licensing at the Walt Disney Company in Mexico. Amazing. It's just so beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. So we get a bunch of like, you know, here's some stuff that's happening tonight, video montages. 
it, it's it's not great uh we come back to the arena fire smoke sparkles big screens and spinning lights the shield uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wrong wrong, wrong podcast <laughs> There's a uh, uh, little stand thing in the middle of the stage that has a cup on it. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's going on here? Now here comes not Sinkara with a shoot baby tax. <laughs> Yet Sim bring it all the way to the ring. Oh my giddy God. This is a newborn child that he is flopping around in the hood and everything. I- I'm happy they've got a mask on this kid because this kid is screaming bloody murder, right? Now, as parents and i you know i never had a younger sibling so obviously when yeah. we are handed our child for the first time we were always told all the classes and all the books support the baby's head support the fucking head douchebag don't flop it around like a little rag doll hold terrified your mini your mini mini <laughs> above your head like you're fucking in the Lion King. And then, more importantly, do this. Oh, fuck. How am I going to climb the ropes of this kid? Uh, just squish it into me and squish it against a turnbuckle while I get some purchase on the middle on Brett's rope. <laughs> it's awful, dude. It's almost like he knew this was the end because he was getting his name back. So he's like, yep, I'm going to uh, get the fan vote here. Yeah, because he does eventually. Is, is this actual Mystico? Because I have no fucking idea. This is this is original Mystico. This original Mystico who's now been given his name back in Mexico because replacement Mystico who got the Mystico name has left. So now original Mystico, original Sinkara is back as original Mix, M- Mystico in CMLL. Yeah, who isn't the same Sinkara who uses the name Sinkara at the moment because that's the second Sinkara. Hudico Kara, right? Hudiko Kara. And there's there's two other guys that are on this roster that I think have now left to go to maybe CMLL or a different roster, which were also Mr. Go and Mr. Cosito, I think it was, or Steven Setico or something like that, who also kind of like Mr. Co, but not really Mr. Co, even though they all wear the same mask. Mr. Co lights. Also, very quickly before we get into this, the, you mentioned the little promo video. <laughs> yes. You mentioned the little promo video prior to this. I mean, I wouldn't I, I obviously expect it now from AAA. False fucking advertising. In this mm. video package, there was a clearly defined clip of Big Mummy. And she was not on the show. Yeah, no Big Mummy. But Shame, isn't it? good news, dear um, friends. Obviously, you want to go out and follow us at World of Rest Pod. But did you know, Rich, Big Mummy has a Twitter account? Awesome. Does she have an OnlyFans? Uh, well, she was going to quit when they refused to put exotic uh, erotic content on there. <laughs> exotic content. I was getting ready for the exoticos. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love some exotic content. But yeah, but it's big oh, mummia on Twitter. I'd like to tell you oh, how awesome. much of a... Would you like to have a guess, considering like she is one of the staples of AAA, how many people do you think that Big Mummy follows? on twitter 500 47 because obviously she's very because you know she's she's not one of these wrestlers who just follows everyone back because she hasn't followed me back that's okay i'll send her a dm she can ask me if i've listened to my podcast how many people follow big mummy (laughs) how many people um follow big mummy uh let's say two million 548 beautiful i love triple a and also what i really like is that obviously um 
as they know it's a Mexican Twitter account, Google kindly happens to say, translate bio. Her bio says Big Mummy, spelled M-A-M-I. So I just pressed on the translate bio. Do you know what the bio now says? Go on. Big Mummy. <laughs> so, um, fuck you, Google. <laughs> that was quite the story. <laughs> so we've got a it's better than the storytelling of this fucking show. <laughs> Cibernetico match of Drago, Pipinella, Escalata, Tito Santana, not that one, uh, Mocho Potter Jr., <laughs> Flying Marito, Genis, uh, Mamba, Carter Brava Jr., Mr. Iguana, Nino Ambergaresa, who I can't believe didn't win, Villano 3, um, Villano Jr. 3, I guess it is, and Mr. Zizis Jr., so um, we've got the shield lads in here who the dyed haired lad doesn't get eliminated for Burrito, ages. quesadilla, fajita, triple A. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. Uh, Mr. No, it's not. It's Mexican types of food. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just compared the names of luchadors to random Mexican food. No, because when you do the shield, you go Sierra Hotel, Echo, Lima, oh, Delta, whatever. I forgot we did that gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> go on what is it then what have you got oh i, I literally i've run out <laughs> oh okay don't worry uh so uh let's see if i can do it with mexican things sombrero uh h <laughs> hamburgers uh hamburgerosa enchilada iguana doesn't begin with an i iguana enchilada la fajitas <laughs> dangerous burrito <laughs> shield <laughs> it's not as good as if we don't pre-write it but that was <laughs> spanish fly so, <laughs> mr iguana is like the big face they always have one very obvious person who's the face one very obvious person who's the heel in these supernetcos because you know it's storytelling right uh, so mr iguana is the face I'm uh, not sure he's actually over in Mexico, but we love him, so it's okay. <laughs> he's got a pet. He's got a pet iguana. That is not a shoot does. iguana. Mystico, no, learn. No, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to work the baby, you know? Get the, get, get the loops in weird. early. <laughs> <laughs> Siri's just said to me, interesting question. Oh, no. <laughs> So, the shield lads, uh, we've got dyed-haired lad who is not getting eliminated this evening, even though he's right there at the beginning. And they even do the whole, like, you know, the shield get eliminated, but he doesn't. Like, he goes under the bottom rope or whatever, so blah, 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 blah. Heel ref is here to cause a bunch of bullshit. Boo. Uh, a count- the countdown is beautifully repeated from the years past. It's now a tradition. We get the shitty explosion gif. We get the 1994 alarm clock going off. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it? I love it. It's the sort of pyro that I'm going to expect to see on NXT. <laughs> if the budget keeps getting cut, you never exactly. know. Exactly. Uh, between the entrances, countdowns, endless ads, there are graphics of people like LA Park who aren't on this fucking show. <laughs> it's like, okay, good job, lads. Plenty of exoticos, weird side quests between Villano 3 and Octagon Jr. And I'm like okay good stuff boys we get it these these gimmicks don't like each other hooray well like gang warfare and that plays into something later so that's good mm. that's good the shield boys so, just so you know from background the shield boys who have always been pretty much heels in triple a 
are starting to turn face because they're feuding with um, is it La Empresa? Well, are they though? Because I think they're trying to make them face, but well, it's difficult. Fans with, it's difficult about fans. That. Rich. It's difficult about fans to gauge the reaction. <laughs> we can't pump in crowd noise into a rainy car park. Good, the Shield lads work as heels, right? Because they're not very good wrestlers. <laughs> so yeah, they're rude. Can't turn the face. Oh, it's so dumb. So there's a great spot here where we get full Macho Man in a rumble. One man Spanish fly to the outside as not Sankara and some other lad eliminate themselves, leaving Blonde Shield Lad and Mr. Iguana as the final two. Mr. Iguana uses his Iguana. <laughs> That's <laughs> what the kids call it these days, just so you know. <laughs> Mr. Iguana got his Iguana out. Oh, hello, ladies. So he's got a soft, cuddly toy Iguana. It, it's legit, I promise. And he uses this to break up a submission attempt. And I'm like, hang on. <laughs> just pillow for him to get out of the submission attempt. Are we sure about this? Go Iguana. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's, it's so fucking stupid. Spinny, spinny shit, sit on your face thing by Mr. Hey, well, Big Mummy's not here. <laughs> Gets the one, two, three. The winner is Mr. Iguana. Way! We definitely didn't see this one coming. He definitely wasn't in all YouTube videos for the last month. No, exactly. Right? Mr. Iguana realized he wants that shitty yellow cup. Copa, was it um, Badahi? Bar- Bardal? Bardal. Cibernetico cup, yeah. Now, quickly doing some research about this, because mm. obviously not being able to understand the promo, and I don't know if you're going to be able to help me with this. So the chap who came out to present this um, this little trophy, and in fairness, it's not as glorious as Shane McMahon's best in the world cup. It's not, no. But did you know the chap who came out to present the trophy was actually the son-in-law of Brazo de Piatta, who was Super Porky. Right, okay. I know there's a lot of uh, relations to Super Porky on this show because he died right before this, didn't he? He did. So... This is who came out and presented the cup. Well, that is lovely. Good bit of research there. How does Mr. Iguana celebrate his win tax? He puts his iguana in his mouth, Hmm. lifts the cup above his head, all the usual good stuff like you see at the FA Cup final. I wouldn't as a Tottenham fan because I don't know what that match is or even what a final is. Uh, And then the iguana goes in the cup, probably. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But then he does something with the iguana, do you remember? Probably fucks it. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure that was backstage later. I'm sure that Iguana's had a few dicks in it, to be fair. But um, <laughs> Mr. Iguana is, turns to the fans and he goes, it's great, isn't it? And lobs his Iguana to like the back row of the fans. I'm like, poor Iguana. Just threw it into the crowd. What you didn't see, Mr. Co actually did that with his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Tradition tax. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett throws uh, nachos. Mr. Iguana throws a toy. Mr. Co throws his child. Mate, if I'm in that crowd and Mr. Iguana throws me that Iguana and I catch it, that he is not getting that fucking Iguana back. <laughs> I take that as, uh, you know, find his keepers or whatever. But Rich, of course this is AAA. So we oh, can't yes. have a lovely celebration. All of a sudden... The camera crew, before anything happens again, rush to the steps of the Aztec Zone in Crystal Maze. 
On my next whistle. That's the wrong show, but whatever. <laughs> Richard O'Brien says, now you've got five seconds of time in the AAA ring. Do you want to trade in this? Set? Another... in time. It's the pelvic throw. Richard O'Brien stuff. Yeah, carry on. The, um, <laughs> so it turns out that um, we've got some jumpers from a rival promotion who have just arrived in AAA. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's not NDK. Oh, MDK. No, it's NGD. Mm. It's Kotaro, it's Farastero, and it's Samson. All not Samson, by the way. Not don't get his name confused. His power is not in his hair, his power is in his biceps and his triceps. <laughs> and these guys are all coming over from CMWL. Now yeah. I wasn't aw- again not following CMWL, so again I looked into these guys, and basically it seems like for the last couple of years in CMWL, these three lads haven't I mean wrestling in Mexico anyway but they haven't given a shit they've been unmotivated they've they've basically been dubbed by some fans online as putting out like having lower work ethic than the shittest ever wrestlers of all time so you know Carly hmm. but they harsh. come to the ring and they beat the shit out of everyone yeah but, but then they're the nephews and sons of Cien Sakas Karas. Do you know the name? I do not know. Uh, it's like a legendary lucha guy. Like they're all, they're all very good. Like they've had really, really good matches. Um, they're new generation dynamite, by the way. So nueva generation dinamita. Um, but like they, I've seen a couple of things with CMWL, and they have had like you know trios belts and pushes here and there. But they, they, they seem legit. Very, very good. So it's sad to hear that they've been demotivated by CMWL, but I mean, that promotion has been pretty... It's not booked like a traditional wrestling promotion, CMWL. It's booked as like like a circus almost, like a traveling show. Yeah. You know? And in fairness, so, their presentation, their look was oh, great. amazing. Really yeah. good look. I love it. Do you want to describe it a bit so people know? Because um, that many people have actually watched the show that listened to this. I like it to this like three lads from The Matrix. Nice long coats, well, ring jackets, and like even the ring music, the ring music just it's to me it was oh this is dark this is it was like an American debut, yeah it's like an evil kind of epic synth music that kind of breaks into almost like a yeah. rush track it's it's pretty fucking awesome man so. So was it the new generation Dynamita? Dynamite. That's the one. Yeah, dynamite. new generation Dynamite. NGD. Yeah. But they're, they're very notorious. This is a big deal for them to jump from one promotion to the next. Um, they literally, trip, um, CMWL publicly fired them a day or two before, I think, to get ahead of this. <laughs> <laughs> typically Mexican in terms of the promotions and such, you know. But these lads come out, beat up the faces, and a couple hey, of ringside staff. They beat the staff. shit out of Iguana. I thought they legit knocked him out at one point. That's because it turns out they've got shares in the iguana. He just threw it in the crowd. <laughs> He's like, my fucking iguana, you bastard. <laughs> but then don't worry. Shrimp taco. He- <laughs> oh, God, I died. Hilo de burrito. It's the shield. It's Poda del Notra. They've come out to confront these new lads. <laughs> to almost fuck all reception. <laughs> the crowd are just like, why the fuck are you back? This is weird. Exactly. Haven't you guys just lost? But, um... They start brawling before um, Lampressa, which is DMT Azul, Puma King, and uh, Corey Graves' brother, Sam Adonis, uh, rock up to assist NGD. And uh, the Rudos beat down the Shield, and they join Lampressa. Ah, 
Well, do they? It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Because Lampard they wear the t-shirts. Well, they don't even wear them. <laughs> That's the point. Of the, the, they tuck the, them with their belt buckles. Well, the Impressor guys go to give them these shirts, and NGD are just like, um, "Yeah, okay, cool." They kind of hold them up a little bit. Then one of them, as you say, he puts it in his belt buckle. He literally puts it over his crotch, dude. And I'm like, I'm not sure that's a good sign. <laughs> they don't seem very willing to wear these shirts. That presser is a lovely dick like, warmer. Yeah, exactly. It feels like the NGD boys have come across the AAA. AAA have gone, right, yeah, we'd love to have you, etc. We want you to be rudos. All good. We want you to join this faction. The NGD lads have gone, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, we'll do that. And then they've gone to the ring and be like, we ain't fucking doing that. <laughs> it's very weird. It's proper awkward. That's not the end of the awkwardness. Oh, no. Do you want me to go over it? Or yeah, go ahead, because I think I'm about all to right. mute to sneeze. All right, go ahead, man. So after all, the Rudo lads have all kind of shot off to the back. They're not making their ways to the back. The motherfucking Mexican shield, no sell the beat down. They get up on the turnbuckles and start celebrating to oh, the they fans do, going... They do the God. Benoit spot where they get applause for just losing. Yeah, really weird. To be honest, like I think 80% of the crowd is kind of booing them, the ones that are making any noise. But this felt so disrespectful for them to be like, nah, I'm going to no-sell that and just get up on the turnbuckles and start celebrating. This, this genuinely made me go like, oh, that's not good. And I don't think the NGD lads appreciated this either because <laughs> they don't actually leave. They kind of stop at the commentary position. And as the uh, the Shield lads head to the back, we kind of will cut to Hugo and... Uh, is it Jose or Jose? I'm going to say I'm going to say Jose. Right. Who's kind of going brutal and talking about, you know, all the stuff that's just happened. We get a lot of the cutting to these lads. We're going to skip over a lot of it, but the commentary cut... We cut to the commentary almost every fucking two minutes, I swear to God. And then we kind of like, you see the commentary go, oh, what's going on? They can't start getting distracted and like a bit concerned. And in more of a shooty way than a worked way, I would say. Did you feel like this? This was was not, this was not meant to happen because they didn't have enough people to run out and break up the fight because no one's going to get involved with these six lads. (laughs) (laughs) So the NGD lads who have got at least a foot on the uh, fucking shield lads, they're big boys, these lads. They don't take kindly to this like breaking of gimmick or whatever and not selling the beat down. Because they basically get in a, a fucking shoot fight with the guys from the shield. Like there's two of them are properly grappling. Like you can see the guy from the shield on his back looking very flustered by the time the NGD lad stands up and is just like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? You know, it's, oh, it's kind of, it's, uh, it was brilliant, if I'm honest. The, I loved yeah. it. the NGD lads went, no, you've had a beatdown. And if you're not going to work on it in work style, I'm going to give you a fucking beatdown. I would love to have seen the camera in the back after this. Well, and also, I'll tell you what, it was a fuck ton better than the shoot fight between Nia Jax and Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as well, if I'm honest. Seeing Charlotte being like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Just like, you dragged it there. I loved it. Gee. Because, it, again, I'll talk about it because it's sort of linked to now. Do you think yeah, Charlotte's yeah. trying to get fired? Uh, I just don't think she gives a fuck. I think there's a difference, you know what I mean? I think she's at a point where she's so sick of seeing Nia like, hurt people and drop them on their heads and shoulders. It happens every fucking match she's in, mate. Well, no, I, uh, I agree with that. But obviously, she's not on the Mania card. They sack her fiancé. They yep. get pissed off that Ric Flair's unhappy with booking. So it's to the point where he walks out. 
they're seeing I all these that story was but yeah, maybe. yeah but they're, they're you're seeing all these other promotions and people have an opportunity to make money and actually have decent booking yes i know the talent at this moment in time in the aw women's division is nowhere near the level of talent in wwe if they use them properly yeah that's but the thing. i just get the impression that charlotte's now probably doing this a lot and this is this isn't the right approach to have, by the way. And this is not my viewpoint, but I just think this is how WWE see her. Vince has probably been like, ah, she's been here since WrestleMania 32. She's been here 10 years. Probably too old now. And I, I wonder if Vince is trying to move her on. I'm not sure that's ever been Vince's problem. He's putting Goldberg in the main event, dude. But um, I think He's 21, it's more... damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, it's more along the lines of... Charlotte don't want to be there. She wants to be with her husband. She wants to be wrestling for who the fuck she wants to. I think she's gone beyond that young, grateful talent we saw in years past, like, you know, just happy to be where she was. And she's been booked to the moon. Obviously, an ego comes along with that. And to be fair, I think she is probably the best female wrestler in the world right now. Yeah, she's down. fucking insanely good. And to be to be to be treated like she has been by a lot of fans, like publicly and to have that be put on tv and all that sort of shit and then to go through all this process of a dad and everything else and then to be fucking chucked in a match with nia Jax, who fucking drops you in your head you're like oh fuck you, <laughs> you know? like i'm sure the vince could come along and go don't worry we'll give you 10 million a year please stay she'll stay i think it's very very likely she'll be aw the second our contract ends you know who i think could knock nia Jax out of one punch Fabi Apache. Fucking A. Triple Arena de Arena's title and also the Impact Knockouts title match of Fabi Apache, the current Triple A champ, with Lady Shani at her side versus, <clears throat> in the words of Hugo, represent Impact Wrestling <laughs> Diana Perrazzo, the current Impact Knockouts champ who is with Lady Maravea. In what can I describe as a very UK Union Jack gear? Yeah, absolutely, man. Looking very Brits, you know. Um, Rudo Ref. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. Mm. So to clarify, Fabi Apache is the face here. She does not look happy about the booking of this match the second she comes out. <laughs> and Dionne Perrazzo is the Rudo. So if you know anything about AAA, you know what's going to happen right now, right? Well, and also, let's let's not hide the fact that Diona Perrazzo has already wrestled and defeated Lady Shani, so that's why she's here to be equally fucked off by this situation. Yeah, sure. So let let's put let's put this in, so in perspective though. Attacks. I was I was gonna say let's put it in perspective for how we might predict this match goes. This is Triple A. They've got all <laughs> of their well, sure. first of all, I might as well to leave it that, but they've got all of their titles. Yeah. Currently, I think. At this stage, only two are held by contracted full-time AAA wrestlers. Fabio yeah, Apache being one. I think um, the trios belts are held by They've someone They've got else. a lot of belts, but a lot of the main belts are held by Americans and not Mexican local sort of thing. Yeah, so it's... Regulars. So I'm thinking at this stage, well, they've got to keep some of the belts in the organization. Surely... This seemed like a no-brainer going into it on the card, but then when you see um, Fabi coming out, looking hmm, not best pleased, and 
And also, I think Adriana Perazzo coming out looking more nervous than I've ever seen her before. I think she probably rocked up and did this. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely no problem. We're going to... Um, we're going to have you come in and we'll have Fabio Apache go over because it's fine. We'll love to have you, Diana. Fantastic. Great to have you. And then, probably just before going through the curtain, Conan's gone, oh, by the way, ladies, come here a sec. Uh, Diana's going over. Uh, see you later. What? <laughs> We're at Triple Mania. We're in Not Arena Mexico with Fabio Apache who's actually over as a face. <laughs> you would have thought they'd put the belt on her. Oh dear. <laughs> but what happens next, Rich? So Maraveo, who's in uh Diona's Diona Par- I'm gonna say Parazo, Parazo's corner, attacks Fabi from the outside a million fucking times. Endless Rudo ref bullshit. The biggest joker card in AAA is this fucking ref. Like it's unbelievable the shit they can get away with. Perazzo wrestles a great King's Road strong style. She is fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. I love her new style. Like the matches she's been having recently. She is fucking awesome. So much better than the girl we saw in like wrestle for like Rev Pro and you know, progress and all that stuff. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, she's so fucking good nowadays. Uh, Fabi Apache is also here to do some spots with the ref. I'm fairness, she ain't wrestling Perazzo, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> this is this is the real and I say it's the real shame because I sought out the um, the Lady Shani versus uh Perazzo match and yeah. it was but great. It was fucking good. Yeah. Really good. And it's a real shame that it wasn't the other way round because I think Fabi Apache would have given this the rub of importance like fuck, she's beaten Fabi Apache, she's like a mainstay in AAA, she's over. So they go and have an absolute barnstorm with Lady Shani in for for, for the um Reina de Reyes championship. I think it would have been much better, but that's how it is. Um, Fabio Apache's kicks look snug, don't they? <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> like, she could definitely go. I think if she was going to win this match, even by bullshit, so she doesn't get the impact belt or whatever, she, she would have put in a better performance, but she is just... She's not here to work at all. And that's the thing which I think AAA haven't learned this lesson of, because we've seen this now when they bring in people from outside of the promotion to work with it the female talent just doesn't switch on because probably they know what's going to happen these people are coming in to screw them over and yes we can have constantly ref interference and outside interference as well but it still doesn't take away the fact that this could have been a good match and it was ruined by all the interference yeah so Perazzo hits a stuffed cradle pile, cradle pile driver. It is fucking awesome that Jose calls a package pile driver. And you're like, no, <laughs> wrong one. But it's what it is. A kind of rings of satin by Perazzo. Fabi doesn't seem to tap or quip. The ref calls for the bell. And via brilliantly AAA bullshit, the winner is Diana Perrazzo. Fabi Apache then steps up and signs the letter C M L L to the camera as she walks out of the ring. <laughs> Fabi uh, Apache. <laughs> yeah. Conan didn't screw Fabi Apache. Fabi Apache screwed Fabi Apache. Yeah. She's and so did half the locker night. room. <laughs> off the main event of Nair in the WWE, right? Yeah. yeah. In the brawl for all. <laughs> 
So Phantasma pops into the ring to award the belt to Peraza, the original Phantasma, not the El Hijo that's wrestling for NXT nowadays. Is he still hired? I don't even know. Uh, Santos Escobar. Yeah, he's still there. I think that's his name now, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's better when he had the mask, but whatever. Uh, Technicos get their heat back post-match with a beatdown. Of course they do. It's AAA. Uh, huge levels of just needless bullshit. It's a shame because I think it could have been quite good, but yeah, oh well. But I think, like you said, the main takeaway from this match is Diona Perazzo, despite looking like deer in the headlights when she came out, was brilliant. And she has come on so much as a technical wrestler. It's, it's really exciting to see what she will do over the next few years. I know... Yeah, I completely agree with you. I know that this Sunday is AW's all-out show and that we have a TBD left in the Women's Casino Battle Royal. Um, I know that's probably going to be Ruby Soho. Uh, I am begging and pleading with Tony Khan to bring in Donna Perazzo to beat the shit out of some people because I would love to see her feuding with the likes of, you know... Um, oh, my God. Who's Britt Baker wrestling? Chris Statlander. Statlander, yeah. I'd love to see that match. I'd love to see Nyla Rose. I'd love to see all these girls go up against her. I think um, AEW's decision to bring in people from Impact and stuff has really, really benefited them with their women's division because Impact's women's division is fucking awesome. It's really, really good. And like even the NWA having um, Smiley Kylie Ray back yep. and doing things like that. It's, yeah, definitely. It, it's good to, to, to work in those shots, but I think I know who is going to be in the Casino Battle Royale. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be CJ Perry. Oh, I can see her with the Miro stuff later in the night, maybe causing an interference if Miro starts to get his neck worked over by Eddie Kingston with that gimmick they're working with the weak neck. Yeah. I um, I wonder whether she would wrestle. I don't think so. I think considering this week was the first week, I don't think he mentioned anything about his hot wife in, in oh, the he promo. Did. He definitely did. Oh, did he? I missed yeah. that. Oh, crap. It's okay. I don't miss those moments. <laughs> what was it this week that he said about his wife? Yeah, he was saying that the only time he's ever laid on his back is when his wife is riding him. Oh, <laughs> how did I miss that? That's incredible. It's okay. Yeah, it was a good line. <laughs> so next uh, up I, is the... I want to thank God for making me strong and my wife flexible. <laughs> <laughs> the best gimmick in wrestling right now. So good. I mean, I may, maybe bringing her in would not make it as fun to have her on screen corpsing. <laughs> I think it might be funnier because he keeps, keeps playing it off the same, but she's there to react. I think it'll be really funny. <laughs> I'd love to see her corpse on screen. Just leave it in there. It'd be great. I am the redeemer, and she has been redeemed. <laughs> you start referring to her as Mary and stuff like this. You know, <laughs> get really weird. My name's CJ. Anyway. Hang on, aren't you Russian? <laughs> no. <laughs> What happened to your accent? <laughs> I lost it in a bet with Kofi. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, oh my you... god, what's uh, Apollo Cruz? That's the one I was going for. What happened to his gimmick? Has he still got the uh, the spear. voice going on? Well, the spear as well. Yeah, god and, damn. And, and General Aziz with him. Vince. Well done. I, 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 General Aziz. Oh yeah, that's not the. The tallest man you've ever seen is it? That's AJ's guy. Yeah, that's almost. Uh, no, that, this is um. <laughs> sorry, gimmicks upon gimmicks here. I mean, fucking hell! Welcome to NXT. Are you seven foot tall? Yeah. Can you wrestle? No. Sign this contract. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Triple H. Out you go. 
did a really good job of making the thing that people actually give a shit about and keeping our company afloat. But How unfortunately, another billionaire's come along and stolen your idea, Paul. <laughs> Done it better. Bruce, Bruce, what are you doing, Bruce? Do you want to work in NXT? Yeah, all right. How much do I get paid? Lots. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> then I can appear on Conan, Con- Con- Conrad's podcast, not Conan. Conan doesn't have a podcast. The Barbarian. Ah, oh, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. It's like, what a fast way to make me not give a shit about WWE anymore. Take away the one thing I actually enjoy watching, you know. Even those shows, I wasn't really enjoying that much, but it is what it is. Uh, next up, AAA, a World Tag Team title championship three-way match of the current champions, the Lucha Brothers, announced as Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. Let's fucking go! Copyright doesn't exist in Mexico. Versus Brian Cage and Taurus. Bit of a weird combination. Versus Los Hintes El Del Air of El Hijo del Vikingo and Laredo Kid. What a fucking lineup. Jesus Christ. Exactly. And good thing from my standpoint is Brian Cage and Taurus look awfully the same stature <laughs> as Purple Schlongface and Venomide. <laughs> They're all clones of each other. You know how Cage and Taurus look about the same as well? I mean, isn't that... You know, it's, I'm deaf. It's, I, I, I almost said something stupid then. I'm glad I didn't. Let's carry on. <laughs> Conan's like, you know, replicant society. Just pumping them out or whatever. So we get a Viking experience entrance by Vikingo and Laredo Kid. It's fucking awesome. They've got furs and axes and warriors and shit. And I'm like, yeah, metal. This is great. I loved it. Lordy followed them to the ring, scream out hard rock, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> the Rado kid has Drew's sword. Not the fake one he brings to WWE shows, but the one he slayed the Loch Ness Monster with. Remember that? I remember it well. It was on pay-per-view. You can watch <laughs> it on the network. There's a six-hour thing where he stabbed it on the USS Intrepid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass company. <laughs> Cero, miedo, los lucha brothers, not los hermanos de lucha. And I'm like, mate, we're in Mexico. What's wrong with you? Pronounce it properly. Tony Khan, no, they're the lucha brothers, boys. Sorry, yeah. I've got creative control over these people now. It's like Death Triangle. It sounds so much cooler if you're like Triangodo de la Morte. It sounds so much more badass. Death Triangle is just a dark Ed Sheeran album. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. So, um, Penta kisses a bunch of kids in the crowd. I'm like, that's not COVID secure. Kids. <laughs> Penta has a mini Penta in the ring for a photo op, and I'm like, bloody babies invent- <laughs> invading our lucha shows. That was actually uh, the next the next night. It was a um, mini mini Mystico versus this kid. So, you know, got to get him ready. <laughs> Do we think this is Hijo del uh, Penta Junior? Who knows these days? It's so incestuous Ooh. in AAA. They're all related. Hoping there's another Penta on the way because I like this gimmick. Hang it's on. fucking awesome. <laughs> Why don't I get to do English culture to play with comments like that? Well, exactly. Tax. Rich. There's lots of flip de in this match. This match, from a note-taking standpoint, I've written, big lads throw shit, flippy guys do flippy shit. <laughs> Brian Cage is dangerous. <laughs> I enter the cage zone. The <laughs> very <laughs> first thing Brian Cage does is he picks up 
Phoenix swings him around and slams him on his head. And I'm like, you fucking cunt. What's Although, wrong with you? I did notice in this match. So after that, his stiffness working with Laredo King and, and Bukingo was a lot harder than what I, he wouldn't front up to Penta. Like when he started yeah, wrestling yeah. Penta, it was like, Softly, softly, gently, monkey. Here we go. Nicely, nicely. What? Here we go. Off. Yeah. Oh, well, Pen- Irish one. Penta has the <laughs> Penta has the ear of Mr. Tony Khan. <laughs> These other Mexican kids don't. He could beat the shit out of them. Exactly. He forgot because he threw Fe- Phoenix and Brian Cage went, oh shit, that's one of the AAA luchadors. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> AWB. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Uh, I love the Hamas, the Lucha and uh, Viking experience. They're fucking great, aren't they? these i could watch these all days all days all day and i Ultimate think guys. you are going to see the kingo against omega soon i oh, suspect bruh he does an inverted 450 and i'm like what did you just do it's insane he's so good like spinny tope this spinny tope that springboard off this flip around this guy jump on his shoulders springboard off the next guy like all of them, all four of them are just fucking bonkers. And it's, it's nice to have the big lads to kind of bounce off as well. Like, this is really, really fun. And controlled craziness. This thing, like, in, yeah. when you saw in, like, the uh, the cup match, the cup over the Battle Royal Tournament. <laughs> that's right, the yeah, cup yeah. over the Battle Royal Tournament. It was dangerous flippity shit. But when you've got, like, Laredo Kid and Penta, like you said, even then with the King, I did the, the inverted 450. It's like, that was crisp to perfection. As safe as those sort of spots could be. But it was like pinpoint accuracy for a ma- pretty much all of the stuff they did. There were obviously, you know, we're in AAA. There are going to be a couple of parts that look a bit clusterfucky, but nice, speedy, safe, as as safe as you can be in AAA. Really nice to see. Yeah, apart from the big purple-headed dickhead in the ring. But the oh, I wasn't talking about him. I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about the, the safe luchas. I'm telling you, let's keep the top stars of AW well away from Brian Cage. Like, he can wrestle all these mid card guys, beat them up, whatever. Keep him away from Kenny Omega. Keep him away from all the top guys, please. I do not want to see Kenny Omega break his neck. Like, I'm so scared of how bad Brian Cage can be for like a company if he just fucking murders someone one day. All I can see is this. Oh, Max Castor, welcome back. You've got a match on Dark Elevation, have I? Who's it against? Brian Cage. Oh, fuck. I should have things said those I, things. I see interviews with Brian Cage. He seems like a genuinely good, nice human being. I just I just think he's not very good at protecting people. You know, it's, it's I don't want to be too brutal about it, but every single match I've seen him have in the last year, like within seconds, he's almost hurt someone. Dropped them on their shoulder or their head or their neck or he's just like stiffed a shirt at someone accidentally or whatever it is. It's like, anyway. Um, a little bit too much off. pre-workout for Brian Cage. <laughs> Yeah, maybe so, man. Shooting star off the guardrail. Think about how difficult that is by Vikingo. And I'm like, oh, you did what, mate? Holy shit. No no springboard off that. No height off that. Still gets it in clean as fuck. You're like, Jesus Christ, mate. Vikingo takes a press slam off the top fucking rope. That was impressive. It was incredible. And Ow. Yeah. <laughs> assisted spiked tiger driver 98 aka the j driller by Hermanos de lucha for the one two three and the winners of penta and phoenix in what is undoubtedly the most fun spot fest of the night even if it is a bit 
bit messy because it's AAA, you know. And because it's a bit messy, AAA best match on the card. Yeah, probably. Los Lucha Familia hops in the ring to have a cuddle and celebrate all the kids and wives and whoever else. It's really lovely. Uh, Phoenix and Vikingo just kind of stroll next to each other as they head to the back. Classic AAA. No heat whatsoever. Gotta love it. And that was it. At least we had a title yep. match. That was good. Yeah. Get, all, get all the title matches out of the way. Yeah, I'm fine with um, de Lucha winning. Maybe think the Viking experience could have used the push. Uh, who cares? I think it's all good. Interesting that they don't take the AAA tag belts into AEW. But then I suppose that would be a little bit overload, wouldn't it? <laughs> They're covered in dust, mate. You can't get them through customs. <laughs> no one wants to win that shit. Think of the powder backstage at this show. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to a pre-taped segment in a shot in an AW arena where we're Kenny, Don, Andrade and Conan talking a bunch of bullshit. We then cut into back to AAA. Conan is wondering backstage tax. Would you like to describe what you see? Well, he's wandering backstage and he tries to broker a deal with Andrade El Idolo. Mm, El Idolo. Goes to the locker room, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he doesn't let him in. So then straight away, Conan goes and knocks on the opposite door. Kenny Omega answers and Conan says, hey man, you listen to my podcast? <laughs> so the two doors are literally one corridor opposite each other. So the two... <laughs> the title holder and the contender literally could open their door, walk across the corridor, open another door, and be like, oi, dickhead, and murder each other. It's it's so fucking stupid. What's, what's stupid is that how unloyal Conan is. Yeah. Bloody town Conan. So Conan does the both locker rooms and he ends up going in with Kenny Omega and you're like, ooh. What's going on here? We'll find out later. Do you remember the Empress lads from earlier? Ah, oh, yeah, with their new mates, NGD, who've joined their faction with their t-shirts and their cock rings. Hmm. Well, they've gathered some other lads in hoodies, not the NGD lads. Don't think that's working out very well. And they head to the ring for a six-man tag team match of La Impressa, DMT Azul, Puma King, and Sam Adonis. Corey Graves' brother. Brother, yeah? Yes, yes. Versus Team Triple A of Cheeseman, Pagano, and oh, <laughs> oh boy, Murder Clown. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Fat Mexican Wolfpack Sting. Love him. This uh, fucking Chessman. And as Cheeseman. soon as I, as, as soon as Cheeseman came out, I was like, right, so this is just going to lead to Pagano and Cheeseman, and poor Murder Clown's going to sit there and go, why am I fucking booked like this? Fucking A. And then Conan goes, you are in the main event. You're wrestling Triple H. You're wrestling the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Hulk's got anything on Murder Clown. Not a fucking chance. It's God himself. He's in the, he's in the ring. It's just, he's the best. He's so, so fucking good. And there's, there's five other lads, but who gives a shit? So it seems to be a Triple A loyalist versus some scumbag pro- yeah. proletariat rebels bullshit, you know? And this is supposed to be like a hardcore weapons, no rules go. So at this stage, it's like, remember a few AAAs ago when we had Pagano versus, um, was it 
Judas Messius when he was in TNA and was it um, uh, what's his Ooh, El Messius yeah. from a couple of years ago where they That's basically the first one we covered yeah where they basically set fire to each other and did proper deathmatch style shit with like trolleys and, and, and pyro and shit like that mm-hmm. well it turns out the budget for Triple Mania this year didn't stretch to that because we've just got what chairs sloppy <laughs> wrestling and near death experiences I mean, you just described Triple A. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, Murder Clown kills a bitch. Pagano is the first out of the night to totally ignore his opponent's attacks in the corner and do Wagner levels of pleading to the crowd for sympathy. It's very embarrassing, but wouldn't be Triple A without it. Uh, Murder Clown gracefully glides over the top rope. He can do it all. Topecon hero! Pagano has a shitty staple. <laughs> so, sorry, as I, as I shouted that out, for some reason on a wrestling commentary I had to re record, I shouted out for Fancy's Tope Chris Hero. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a podcast, don't you know? Does he? Does he? Is it called Tope Chris Hero? <laughs> it should be if it isn't. <laughs> We've got all the gimmicks. So, uh, you know how Deathmatch guys have staplers? And oh yes. They take a bit of paper and they put it against the person. They staple it on them to prove. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know a DHL driver who does that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Pagano doesn't, does he? No. Pagano but... has a stapler. It 100% doesn't have staples in it. He doesn't even try to prove it. He's just like, oh, there you go. Oh, and everyone kind of goes, ouch, and kind of walks away. It's, it's very silly. It's nice to see Pagano of all people in this match working safe. Don't worry, lads. Oh. There's only four thousand people here. We won't use the real. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll use the bl- we'll fire blanks. Pagano's taking care of the other people. Doesn't take care of himself very well, does he? Well, it's Stadio's it's Triple A. The plunge to the outside, where he smashes his own head against the solid side of the ring. I mean, I've heard it's the hardest part of the ring, Rich. <laughs> it's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> It's so funny, like watching him go. The second he's up in the air, like he's gonna die. He literally smashes his head on the fucking LED board thing that's on the side of the ring. I always thought oh. this would have been a very good UK gimmick for Meathead to turn into like UK Pagano, <laughs> really Constantly unsafe. Fuck himself, face up. paint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> start self harming in the middle of the ring. I love me, please. Promise, I'm good. Jesus. I mean, that's Pagano, man. He's, I just never got it. I, I think you're a fan, aren't you? I, I mean, I think I like the presentation of Pagano. I, He's I the fl- worst of the clowns in this show, dude. Exactly, because he doesn't have a clown name. So he's not <laughs> even, even Dave the Clown has cloud in his name. So he's not even a real clown, is Pagano, in my mind. I don't know, man. I just I never got it. He just does bad deathmatch wrestling that isn't even very good. I think like the first the reason why I have a a a draw to Pagano is when Triple A was on UK cable TV a few years ago when uh, I said Dave Bradshaw and um, Alex Shane were doing the commentary on it. Um, I think it's because the whole build up was to Pagano versus Psycho Clown in the main event of Triple Mania, and I thought it was going really well for them because they then showed the same episode of matches three weeks in a row so for three weeks in a row i just watched pagano and psycho clown beat the shit out of each other nice nice psycho clown's quite good uh so murder clown shows him how it's done doing a beautiful plancher to the outside murder clown catches a few douchebags because you know everyone needs a murder clown 
everyone else has to repeat their spots through the table ladders murder clown doesn't he's perfect <laughs> both i repeat both Pegiano and Cheeseman get pinned and I'm like these fucking waste men <laughs> ruining this match for our boy Murder Cloud getting pinned well played to Murder Cloud politicking his way <laughs> to not have to take the pin well played Murder it's Cloud it's so funny watching these other two lads get pinned and Murder Cloud's like I'm not doing that fuck you <laughs> just stands on the outside it's great do you not know I've got this Marvel money now I don't need to lay down for Sam Adonis and King <laughs> Puma and Azul <laughs> murder hulk is my new favorite gimmick it's so good don't don't tell so, lance uh, hoyt <laughs> oh yeah fair point um yeah yeah whatever it's good stuff in now i mean uh, this is the point where we get the weird ashes and flags by the way i must have just i got too excited by the afters between cheeseman and paggy yeah yeah paggy mitchell it's, i mean let's face it Cheeseman and Peggy aren't like, you know, the best. They have their little shoving match thing and everything. Murder Clown comes in to break them up. He's pretty much Jesus, right? He is. Or or as we're in Mexico, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Murder Clown's better than this. Let's put him in the main event next year, yeah? Give me Murder Clown versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. For the Mega Belt. Honestly, it would be awesome. It would be amazing. (laughs) Think about like no selling Kenny Omega strikes. Like V Trigger hits and he's like yeah, what? <laughs> it would be so good. And you know that Murder Clown would do the business and not kick out of the one-winged angel as well. No, so. no, 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 no. Hang on. Murder Clown kicks out of the one-winged angel, stands up, gives Kenny a one-winged angel, pins him <laughs> one, two, three. Right. Murder Clown flicks, does the finger poke of doom to Kenny Omega and just stands <laughs> on him. 100%. And Absolutely then Kenny lovely. Omega starts dressing as Doink the Clown and becomes Kenny the Clown. Yeah. The entire AAA roster comes out. Murder Clown kills every single one of them one at a time. Pins them all in a massive dog pile, including Psycho Clown. And then once he's pushed them all out of the ring, all the AW roster come down one at a time. Buried, 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 <laughs> buried. Darby <laughs> Allen can... misses a coffin drop. Murder Clown kills him. <laughs> I think we convinced John Cena to turn up. He's, he'll always do the bit. He'll always do business because you know he's not welcome in China, so he needs to be welcome in Mexico. Who's this? It's CM Punk. Oh look, he lost. <laughs> Why is Murder Cloud eating an ice cream bar? <laughs> Murder Cloud eats the entire ice cream bar. I don't mean the singular thing. I mean the entire bar that serves the ice cream. <laughs> Cole Cabana laughing from the rafters before he has to go on a seventy-minute zipline down to the ring. <laughs> Who's this? It's Tanahashi and Okada. <laughs> Rainmaker. Oh, he's no sold it. <laughs> High fly fuck off, mate. <laughs> One, two, three. Murder Cloud wins everything. Then Murder Cloud is elected president of Mexico. We have a global <laughs> election and Murder Cloud has become president of the world. So we can actually call him El Presidente. Oh, mate, we should book wrestling. You know, we really should. All I'm saying, Rich, is that one day we'll just book a wrestling show and see what fucking happens. <laughs> we'll just dress up as Murder Cloud and be like, yeah, it's him, don't worry. That's <laughs> fine. I want to see Murder Cloud in a trios match with El Hijo to ice cream. <laughs> with Los Ice Creams. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I, ca- oh, I can't so wait. Good. Genuinely, one day we're going to be foolish enough. We're going to call it the world of wrestling wrestling. <laughs> 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 And I have a whole, whole, whole range of things. Oh, welcome to the world of wrestling. Lunch. 
Welcome to the world of wrestling brunch. Welcome to the world of wrestling wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Not, not actually put on any wrestling shows. Just everything apart from the wrestling, you know? Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't, I cannot wait to the, or even better than that, let's book a wrestling show. What talent have you booked? I didn't say there'd be any wrestlers. <laughs> We've got murder clown. Thanks for paying. <laughs> Proper Cardi style. Got the tickets. Fly murder okay, clown guys, up every show and no one else. Just be like, put him, stand him in the ring for three hours. I'd be like, you will appreciate him. I'm going to hire Just Invincible's ring. Just get him to him and his crew to set it up and leave with the gate money. Classic, like, FWA style. <laughs> just have him do planches to himself over and over and over again, you know? And it will still be safer than anything on this show. Yeah, fucking A. All right. So next up is our main event, question mark, of Triple A's mega title championship. Mega, mega. It's mega, don't you know? Uh, match of Kenny Omega, the current champion, with our boy Conan in his corner. Oh, he's a Rudo now. Budo. I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, Kenny's already a Rudo, but yeah. Versus Andrade El Idolo. And, um, well, I mean, do you want to go through it and talk about this entrance and stuff? Well, Andrade appears in that gimp mask that i don't understand because he's a cartoon character or something i'm convinced he can't see out the mask and he was going to stack it i was so hopeful he was going to fall what a way to ultimo dragon yourself on the grandest stage of the mall at triple mania Mm, the mall yeah well a heartfelt promo from gimp mask and the music plays and i go back to the late 80s because copyright doesn't exist in Mexico (laughs) Ric Flair so hell-bent to make sure no one boffs his daughter follows the man who's boffing his daughter (laughs) all the way to Mexico (laughs) it was awesome to see him styling a profiling man he was great I mean is this Ric Flair's first appearance in Mexico, or is it his first appearance in AAA? Mm. I assume it's not his first appearance from in Mexico. So he would have rescued, wrestled for territories into to Mexico, but I guess this is the first time in AAA. I mean, it's first time in a very long time. If it's not his first time ever, it was super. It's a super rarity. And Ric Flair navigated those steps. The big AAA on the stage. The hang wire from a uh, Arachno's entrance. Yeah. What a pro. I thought he might trip up at one point, but he got there. When they leave later, he looks a bit wary of those stairs. But, you know, he's an old boy. He's been through a lot. It's understandable. I, mean, I, I don't think to not be... It's going to come off as a road. It's not meant to. For health and safety, do not let Jim Ross do it in ring interviews anymore. Because how he struggled well, to get out yeah. of that ring, that was uncomfortable for the poor bloke. Yeah, sure, man. But what a treat to see Ric Flair... Triple A man, this was really really cool. Calling it now, Triple Mania Thirty. Uh, Psycho Clown versus Ric Flair, Mask versus Hair, <laughs> Murder Clown versus Ric Flair. I think you'll find. No, he's in the main event. <laughs> Murder Clown, Figure Four, One, Two, Three. <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair put his shoulders down on the Figure Four. What an asshole! <laughs> then he so, boffs, uh... and then he boffs Charlotte while Andrade <laughs> applauds. Well played, over the top. Very rope, good, you know. <laughs> 
for everyone to see. I don't even know how the logistics of that would work if he puts her over the top rope to bother. It's murder clown. He's Jesus. He can perform miracles. It's fine. I could stand on the outside of the rings, throw over the top rope, and still do her inside the ring. (laughs) They call me Schlongzilla. This is my iguana. Murder Schlong. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we've gone quite long. I'm sure you're not feeling great at this point, but uh, it's 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 a fun match. If you haven't seen it, probably go see it. it it's it's weird in that I think with a packed audience, this would be a much better match. Uh, Kenny Omega, as Meltzer put it, was here to work. He's throwing fucking everything at the wall. Andrade seems disappointed that he's not going to pick up the belt by the end of the night. Because this was the thing following on for Triple and all the chatter on online and on sort of the uh, the news websites was that the booking changed at the last minute because obviously he, 24 hours before, Kenny dropped the belt to uh, Christian in Pittsburgh. The impact belt to clarify. The impact yeah. belt to uh, Christian. So this would have obviously, be, obviously mm-hmm. been the plan, I think, before CM Punk and Dragon were going to come in that we were heading to All Out for Hangman Page to have his crowning moment. He's lost the Impact title. He's lost the Mega Belt. Kenny Omega's lost everything. And all that stands before him is Hangman Page, and he's a desperate man to lose all three. Then they signed all these other wrestlers. Hangman, they've called him off for some reason, whilst all this other stuff's going on, which I think is sensible to keep Hangman popular. But I think Andrade went in with the case of, I'm going to win this belt, and I'm going to come to Mexico, and I'm going to wrestle. And then last minute, they did a switcheroo. It's it's a weird decision in that I don't think Christian should have beat Kenny. No chance. No way. On, yeah, I also don't think Andrade should have beat Kenny either. But if you've done the Christian thing, I think you have to do the Andrade thing as well. You've got a story building there. You have to push it forward. And it does seem like it was Tony Khan that pulled the trigger and just went, no, 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 we don't want Andrade to beat Kenny anymore. But it's very hard to say because I'm sure a lot gets lost in transition. AAA is a very strange place and strange booking and everything else. I imagine there was a conversation, at least from an outsider's perspective, that was like, well, we're not sure we want Andrade to beat Kenny. We're not sure Andrade is really working his socks off since he's arrived. Let's be totally fucking honest about it. WWE have definitely dented Andrade's presence, his his motivation, whatever it would be, especially the stuff with Charlotte as well. She doesn't seem particularly happy at the moment either. Um, Andrade's last really fucking good match was that NXT main event. I think you would agree. Oh, what, with Gargano? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, because it was it yeah, was a barnstormer. And mm-hmm. I think, as you said, if you've basically been just doing loops for three years, working in the Thunderdome, then sitting at home for six months, not doing much, you're not going to be... If you think the number of matches he's wrestled, he's going to be ring rusty to go into arguably the greatest wrestler on the planet at this time. Kenny Omega turned up to have probably the greatest match in AAA history, which would have been his goal to do. 24 hours after making Christian almost look relevant. Almost. Almost look relevant. I fully believe Kenny would have put Andrade over so fucking strong if he was allowed to. Yeah. Oh, exactly. 100%. Because I think that's the story they were going. Because here's the thing now. He's not a belt collector with two belts. He's not going to rock up with the mega belt. He's yeah. Next time he's going to come to AAA, unless it's AAA going, no, we want Vikingo to win the belt. 
because you know Vikingo, we don't worry about cutting his hair yet, and he hasn't got a mask to lose. Yeah, true. But that, as you said, I think Andrade, because he had flair there, I think that he was set up to be right. Andrade's going over. He's been told he's going over. He thinks he's going over. And similar, like to Fabio Apache, you know, he's happy having flair there. And like even after this match, he was like, "Oh, I know I didn't win. It wasn't my best performance, but to be able to put a figure four on in the center of the ring with Ric Flair was." Best moment of my career. Not the Such best moment cool of your career. Sport, man. Best moment of your career is watching Murder Clown boff Charlotte over the top rope. <laughs> from the outside, yeah. Yeah, exactly, with the iguana. <laughs> so, I mean, Rudo refs here, and immediately you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe he's not going to win, because we were both convinced that Andrade was going to win this. Yeah. Because I think the vast majority of people who actually knew what was going on were convinced this was going to happen. Crowd didn't give a shit either for this whole match. No. Nah. We get a bunch of kind of bullshit with uh, Flair jumping in and Conan jumping in and Conan sells like a beast for Flair. There's a brilliant bit where Flair and Andrade are chopping Kenny Omega back and forth. There's a really, really fun bit earlier in the night where Kenny Omega does the strut in front of Flair and you, they cut to Flair and Flair's pissed himself laughing. <laughs> like, that's fun seeing Flair mark out, dude. Um, but basically, it boils down to bunch of interference mega championship over the back of andrade one winged angel one two three kenny omega after the pinball looks up sees the belt goes whoop <laughs> pushes it out of the ring really really funny and uh, not necessarily the uh the uh emotion i think they're going for at the end of this match but the winner is kenny omega they do a standoff post-match where Andrade goes out the ring, comes back into the ring, points at the belt, like, that's mine, and I think it will be eventually, but tonight is not the night, unfortunately. And I think it's a shame. I think if you're going to do it, you should have done it. If you're going to have Kenny lose, you should have had him lose this as well. Yeah, because then you've also got the execution storyline. He lost to Christian 24 hours prior. He flew from Pittsburgh to Mexico to wrestle. And a good story for AAA, Andrade on his debut in AAA. Was it his debut or did he wrestle Laredo Kid prior to this? Oh, don't know. Genuinely don't know. I, think he... I know he's been booked for a long time. Whether he's made a trip down to AAA, I'm, I'm not convinced he had, if I'm totally honest, but who knows. I, I really want to see fucking La Sombra, La Sombra back. Like, I, he doesn't need to wear the mask. He needs to do the fucking wrestling, though. He is unbelievably good. We know how good Andrade is. Can we just put the belt on him and let him be La Sombra and let him actually fucking wrestle, please? No, he's too busy trying to convince... Tony Khan's doing a bit of a Vince thing here. Hey, Penta, FedEx, we're Mexican. I'm Mexican. Let's do a Mexican faction. Have you heard of the LWO? Do you think that's what they're going to end up doing? It does feel like that's where they're going, but because Park now has had the travel issues or Andrade's had travel issues, no one really knows what's happening. You know that match isn't happening, right? Yeah, that's not going, is it? Yeah, it's a real shame because I feel like we're about to get a payoff with that storyline. Maybe not maybe not all out, but maybe Arthur Ashe or and pay for you here or there. It's a good um, thing, though, that Tony Khan's going to pack and go, look, mate, just get a good match out of him. Please, get him inspired. Go out and get Andrade to wrestle like we know he can. Yeah. I think Puck's the wrong person. If you look at, like, one of my little gripes at AEW, and I love AEW, is that a lot of the time they go... You used to be great high flyers, Matt Seidel, Jack Evans, Park. Go out there and have a fucking barnstormer. And they wrestle this different style that all those guys are wrestling now. Well, they still do the high spots, do high flying stuff, but they're not 
Dante Martin anymore. You know what I mean? These guys have changed up their styles to be to have longevity to their careers, and understandably, you know. But a lot of the time, they'll regularly book like Puck and Jack Evans, and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be crazy," and then they they do five minutes of kind of you know semi lucha stuff, and the crowd go, "Yep, <laughs> that's it." <laughs> like, um, I don't know what what do you do with Andrade? How do you book him? Who do you book him with? It's difficult. I think try to put him with Penta and Phoenix to get him a rub from them. I've got very coldy now. I'm very much aware of that in my nose. It's okay, um, man. I appreciate you working through it. You know, I I think I think they're going to struggle with who they've got coming in, and I think Andrade is going to get lost in the mix. I wonder what sort of deal he's on as well with Triple uh, A. Sorry, with uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. So I put him in with Brian Cage. Fuck it. See what happens. Team Taz. <laughs> after commentary talk to camera for about 2000 hours we finally get to our main event a lucha de apuestas match of mask versus hair seen a clown i mean a psycho clown <laughs> with goya kong his sister versus reyes scorpion with la hidera samoano and taurus by his side which is also available as a vegetarian option. <laughs> <laughs> so Psycho Clown has his kids all in matching gear. They do the dancing around Psycho stuff. Psycho Loco, Psycho Clown, Psycho Loco. It's great stuff, isn't it? Love his so Super Porky, who is uh, nephew, sorry, the uncle of Psycho Clown, uh, died a short time before this show. So once Psycho Clown and Rhea Scorpion face off in the middle of the ring, they they kind of like, you know, um, Psycho Clown's wearing his super porky jacket and all that sort of stuff, paying tribute to his uncle. And of course, this is AAA, so we have to get the cheapest heat of all time. They do the kind of gray, the gross, you know, I've got the sign of my dead uncle. Rhea Scorpion grabs it and hits Psycho Clown with it. And you're like, do we have to do this? Playing off real deaths, you know? Well, they did it with Paul Bearer. Therefore, when they did it with Paul Bearer, nothing's off limits. Yeah, I would say that AAA simply are a bit more guilty of this. They they love a bit of cheap heat, don't they? And to be fair, gets the crowd into it. It's what they needed. It woke them up for the first time in four hours. Yeah, people, especially like you watch the Twitch Twitch chat while the show is going live. People don't like Psycho Clown. They see him as Super Cena. They see him as like this guy that you know just wins no matter what, and of course he wins no matter what. I don't think I've ever seen him even kind of draw a match, let alone lose a match. But he's really fucking good, man. I can't deny it. He is, and you see it over the last few years as well. I know he's got the super Cena mentality, but here's the thing: he always raise, he will always main event if he's well nine times out of ten he'll main event at Triple Mania. So. He's never going to lose his mask because he's Psycho Clown. Yeah. He's not quite as uh, dramatic, uh, quite as interesting when he's just a kind of chubby Mexican dude underneath the mask, you know? Man. Clown. (laughs) (laughs) These lads do a very, very solid Lucha de Apuestas match. It has everything you'd imagine it would have. They rip the mask. They blade they go to the outside they brawl into the crowd a bit they do the weapons they do every single thing that you can imagine they plead to the crowd etc 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 the rudo lads who came out with rare scorpion get involved 
Psycho Clown eventually has it won anyway. <laughs> it's just like, what? But his sister jumped in with a fucking claw hammer. There's about to be a murder. Clown. Instead, Goya Clown kicks Psycho in the balls. Not using the hammer, mind. <laughs> Bloody sisters, who needs a mate? I mean, I did think she was about to actually murder Psycho Clown with a hammer, but who would have thought that his sister would turn on her brother in the main event? <laughs> Everyone who's seen the Legionnaire Presters match? <laughs> what I want is just a standard call it down the line. Honor versus honor. No interference. Yeah, that's not how these main events work. and You bloody know it. The second he comes out with family members, you're like, well, she's going to turn on him. <laughs> well, hang <laughs> on a minute. Gonna... Mr. Coe's kid didn't turn on him. <laughs> Although he was in Rose Double Z by then, so I suppose he almost, couldn't get there. He almost managed to turn the kid's head back to front, so, you know. Yeah. Exorcist-style shit for uh, Mr. Yeah. Coe Jr. 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 Fucking A. Ray Scorpion rolls up Psycho after a Psycho's clown has booted him in the bollocks. For the one, two, would you oh! believe it, Tax? He kicked out. Burrito, burrito. <laughs> Amazing, that. Yeah, buddy. Da, 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 da. And his name is John Cena Clown. <laughs> Goya, <laughs> takes, Goya takes one to the face. I'm sure she had a few of those that time. Psycho Wait. Clown with the float over rolling victory thing. It's lovely for the one, two, with his three. little Yoshi now, tonic. Yeah, man. It's really nice. It was like a Yoshi Tony tonic kind of like Brett Owen victory roll combination thing. It was really quite cool. So we have to rename the Yoshi Tatsu then, do we? Mm, don't know about that. <laughs> but the one, two, three, and winner, as you might expect, of eternity is Psycho Clown. Wait, Psycho Clown won at a Triple Mania? What? I mean, Psycho Clown won. <laughs> like, he never loses, dude. <laughs> Uh, nice pop to finish the night because there's been not very many pops this whole night. So it's nice to see the guys actually working a proper Lucha Day Presters type main event. Lots of respect after this match, showing respect to Super Porky. And mm-hmm. then, speaking of Super, Por- Super Porky, um, Mr. E Scorpion gets his chubby kid to come in and cut his hair off. Well, <laughs> she tries at least. I mean, h- hello, hello. Hello, learning to use a pair of scissors. I know that, but so I, let, me, let me call this. Hold on. So, <laughs> it gets really AAA after the show. So we've had this brutal match. Okay, it's like a death match. Like, if you don't know, it's special, whatever. So blunt scissors to cut the hair. She could not cut these, this hair at all. So the ref comes over with a pair of clippers, which are wired <laughs> with no on switch and no power and they're like why isn't this working <laughs> so funny oh my fucking god so someone fu- this goes on for ages what like two three minutes of them literally trying to chop this guy's hair with the fucking clippers that aren't on and don't have any power running to them tax what the fuck were they thinking solar power clippers <laughs> oh it's so fucking stupid literally gets to the point where Rhea Scorpion grabs the mic and basically turns to the crowd and goes, yeah, this might take a while. <laughs> that got translated in the Twitch chat. It was really funny. Oh, um, God. <laughs> th- imagine the panic backstage when then watching these monitors going, oh, those scissors aren't working. Oh, no, don't worry. The ref's got a pair of clippers. Oh, the clippers have got a cable. No batteries. <laughs> don't worry. We've Murder Clown could come in and just rip his hair out with his bare hands. 
<laughs> Hang on, why is Murder Clown already left the building? He wasn't in the main event. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, there's riots of like fans and stuff. He doesn't leave during the show, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I mean, like the Beatles. This was ultimate clusterfuck at the end. Mate, imagine the panic backstage where I was like, go find a pair of scissors, go find a pair of scissors, go find a pair of scissors. Just look at Pagano's bag, he'll have 12 and a knife. Yeah, fucking A. Someone finally finds a pair of scissors backstage and not the Arena Mexico. Runs out to the ring. The ref just jumps in, pushes the little girl out the way, starts chopping off Ray's hair, while the daughter cries. It's, It's fucking amazing. AAA is just the very, very best. So eventually the ref hands the hair to the daughter who gives it to Psycho Clown. We play the clown music and we're out of here. Oh, wait. (laughs) Psycho and Ray now have to cut more promos. It's about 10 minutes after the match is now ended. The pyro plays. So does Psycho's music again. But Ray needs to cut another promo. (laughs) The director is like, fuck you guys. Just cuts the feed anyway. Triple A is the fucking best thing in existence, and we're out of here. Burrito! Five stars, best event of the year. Fuck CM Punk, give me Triple A. Well, it set up a great show, which we're going to get soon with Heroes Immortals. Uh, what's that? Uh, 14. Heroes Immortals 14. But as we said, that? it's the next pay per view for Triple Ma- oh. for Triple A brilliant <laughs> i don't care until next year's triple mania i no, can't watch tri- this every week it's triple mania for us i mean how would you call flake rate this five obviously exactly it's five stars <laughs> in not arena mexico default five stars right seven burritos in arena mexico <laughs> <laughs> if you've got murder clown on your show you're getting five cornflakes from me no questions asked technically it's 10 because he was on it twice yeah, absolutely. I'll t- I tell you what. Let's break the star rating. Fuck it. Ten Meltzer stars. <laughs> Ten Meltzer stars. Fuck you, Kenny Okada. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> We've got AAA. Oh, man. It was so nice to have a break from shitty Raw. I can't believe we're back to the 10th of March 2014 or 2013. Yeah. We I'm are so in the run to WrestleMania 30 now, at least. Yeah. I mean, we'll be back next next week. 10th of March, 2014. Will this be relevant? Do we think the Dragon is going to debut on Sunday night on AEW? I think Adam Cole debuts this Sunday all out. I think they save the Arthur Ashe for Dragon all the other way around. It'll be one or the other. I Actually, I take it back. I think the original plan was to have um, Dragon debut at Arthur Ashe because it's New York and everything else. I think they will actually do that all out now because they've got Adam Cole to debut at Arthur Ashe, and Dragon understands that the new guys are more important than the older guys, and Dragon is beyond his best at this point. I also think they'll debut him Sunday because they'll get a crowd pop. I get the feeling how things are going in the States. We might start seeing a few more reduced crowds or no crowd shows coming up right, by okay. the talent of the year. So if they save Dragon for later in September, it might even be too late. I'm hoping they can get that Arthur Ashe show. I know I want everyone to be safe and everything, but that Arthur Ashe, God, that stadium looks perfect for pro wrestling. Can't wait to see what that looks like. It's it's going to be great, but I think I said from a from a business and a logic standpoint, like if they were still at Daly's place, Punk wouldn't have gone. Yeah, I'll debut. I'll come out to yeah, no crowd. Course. Yeah, I still always think, and I I don't want to end the pod on a sad a sad note. I just always think how good have it been to have Brody 
in front of fans when he debuted and stuff like that and push on that whole feud rather than just be in an empty arena stuff. It would have been so good. But as we said, you know, I love AEW. Well, I love the have fact- a cry now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I love AEW. I love the fact that they allow this agreement with AAA. Diana Perazzo sure. needs to be involved in some of the AEW women's division, even if they get her 100%. to come in and wrestle for the NWA belt on yep. Dynamite. Definitely. She needs to be going there. Um, Brian Cage is dangerous. Um, Vikingo and Laredo Kid are incredible tag team wrestlers. Pentagon Jr. means that copyright doesn't exist in Mexico. Absolutely. Let's get Vikingo to AEW, please, as soon as possible. Where can people find you on social medias? At Fanboy Rich on Twitter. Go look at my work on the world. <laughs> That's our podcast. We're a wrestling podcast. I work for WrestleTalk. Hello. I'm at the Tex Williams. I accept no bookings at the moment because British wrestling is full of nonces and weirdos. However, unless you're Conan and you want to do uh, commentary for AAA. Just remember, have you heard the... On the plus point, tell a friend to listen to our podcast. <laughs> tell a friend to yeah. listen to our podcast. Um, listen to if, our podcast. <laughs> as always, if you are listening, stay safe, um, especially if things you might have seen on social media recently anyway. Always reach out to talk to people. Don't suffer alone. COVID sucks keeping people indoors. It can add to anxiety and anything. Just reach out to anyone. Even if you don't know anyone, message us. We will chat to you. We will talk to you if you just need an ear. Don't anyone suffer in silence. Enjoy pro wrestling. Enjoy our podcast. Follow us at World of Rest Pod. And if you like what we do, make sure you buy a t-shirt at amazon.co.uk. Look for all of our stuff at worldofwrestlingpodcast.com. Yeah, don't take life too seriously. Love you. Watch Triple A. Bye. <laughs> with AAA it's great fun trust me you'll have a lovely time alright bye everyone we'll catch you next week for more WWE 2014 Raw fuck no big mummy brutal brutal porrito <laughs>